With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to go <laughs> You better put them hands together. Put them together for the uh, passion known as the NFL. Really is incredible. <laughs> Interest in this league and in this sport because uh, somehow they've made the schedule release night breaking news because they continue to trickle out games. And it becomes a piece of breaking news all over in all the markets where there's you know, NFL fans. It's crazy. Uh, we now know this. Ty, give me the breaking news sounder. We started the show knowing that the uh, first game of the year will be the Chiefs playing the Lions on a Thursday night, September 7th. We now know, thank you to the NFL and NFL Twitter, that the same weekend, you know, the Longhorns will play the Oklahoma Sooners in Dallas on uh, October the 7th. Okay. The following night, the Dallas Cowboys will play at the San Francisco 49ers at San Francisco, October 8 on NBC. All right. I like it. You like that, Ty? Yeah. You want to get that over with early, huh? They don't have a quarterback in San Fran. Come on now. Yeah, that'll be a rematch of the last two years in the playoffs. It'll be in San Francisco. And so, yeah, there's your weekend plan. Because sometimes I I always like to look at that. I wonder if we could make it to to the Red River game and then get over to a Cowboys game. And then make it back Monday night or Monday morning for the show. Well, uh, if they play like, if they play at uh, three twenty five, you can. Like if they play one of those middle of the afternoon. Sometimes that's happened. I took the day trip up to the Texas OU game this year. Just drove up that morning, drove back right after. That's the best way to do it, in my opinion. Well, you have to have a. I had a designated driver. My my father. <laughs> you have a designated yeah. well, driver. Well, you know you're going to have a few. Yeah. Like, uh, you have a good old time. Let's see if you're going Texas OU to the Cowboys game right after it. Wow. Yeah, that'll be a, an NBC Sunday night event, October the 8th. That's a packed weekend. You know, It's also the second weekend of ACL Festival, mm-hmm. if you're going to be taking that in, if you're in the music side of things. But yeah, the historic rivalry, Niners-Cowboys, uh, October 8th, Sunday night, with Carrie Underwood and her... Uh, Is that the Formula One weekend also? No, that's a couple weekends later. That's a couple weekends later. I think that's the... I mean, the Longhorns bye week. Remember, the Longhorns play Oklahoma... Then they get a bye, right? Is that yeah? They, they get the, the Oklahoma game. I'll look, make sure I get this right. But then the the bye is they have a bye right in there in October, and I think that's it. They play they play Texas, then they take the bye, and then they go play down in Houston against the Cougars on the twenty first. I believe is the schedule that's in my head, but I will check and then double check. But um, yeah, October seventh, Texas. Oh my God! How about them Cowboys? How about them? Oh. Yeah. Uh, so seven. Yeah. Then the bye week. Then Houston Cougars. Then BYU Cougars. Back to back to back. 
Uh, but the bye week would be the 14th weekend of October. Uh, Circuit of the Americas, I looked that up too. The U.S. Grand Prix for 2023 is. Uh, but with the Killers and Queen. With Adam Lambert, who does a really good job of uh, doing the. Uh, does he really Freddie, do a good job? Mercury. Yeah, he does. He dresses up. He's a and really talented guy. Does he, he wear his makeup? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, listen. I mean, they uh, that that American Idol produces some talent. You know, it Carrie does, Underwood it does. Who did Kelly, he lose to? He lost to the guy that when he the guy that won when he when he Rupert they, they, or Rudolph or whatever was that, his name was. That was that Daughtry? No, was he lost to a big I, dude. I, was, I remember when they announced it. Everybody, like even the guy that won, was like, "Really? Like I was this guy's so much better than me." Did he lose to the heavy set brother? Am I saying heavy set? Ruben Stuttered? Yeah, might have been. Might have been. I mean, because the best, the best, the ones that go on to be the biggest stars, I should say, don't always win. Right. Carrie Underwood won, but Kelly Clarkson did not. I don't believe. I don't think so either. And Chris she, Allen is who he lost to. Yes, that's the voters from Arkansas. It's the vote. It's the vote, man. They got some really talented people in this year's edition too. They're I actually right. watched it when Rupert Stutter was on. Well, they got a big dude, this big Hawaiian guy. Well, they do. Yeah. They're not playing ukulele. Is he, he playing guitar? Is What's he him, playing? Uh, he plays a guitar, but it kind of looks like a ukulele. ukulele. He's so big. Yeah, <laughs> but he did. He played a ukulele one time. He yeah, he's he's on island time. He's really good. His name is Ian Tungi. Ooh, but he is a big big dude. Uh, he's one of the favorites now in the top. Five. I think they're down to the top five now. But yeah, Carrie Underwood. Uh, but Adam Lambert, man, he you kind of knew if you watched that show, he was going to be a star. Actually, yeah, but probably more in the Broadway realm. Like just a really, yes. you know, he very you know, big with the yeah. He was a Rocky Horror Picture Show dressing, but guy. he can really sing. I mean, yes. he's really got a gifted, gifted voice. And he, I mean, that's Freddie Mercury, right? Has there ever been a more gifted frontman ever than Freddie Mercury? Uh, the notes he could hit and the songs. I mean, there's just songs they they performed and did that no one would even try. Uh, but Adam Lambert does a pretty good job. Does a pretty good job. Then it's no, the remaining members of no, the No, Ty, Ty was into theater and all that stuff. Did you ever go to a Rocky Horror Picture Show, Ty? I did not. Midnight? Where your fishnet pantyhose? I've never done that either. I have. Either, either. You know, I was doing it every like, the Friday way, night. By uh, U.S. Grand Prix is the, the weekend of the, when Texas is at Houston. It's the 21st weekend uh, with okay. Queen and the Killers, which will be good. Kelly Clarkson won the first American Idol. Thank you very much. Kelly Clarkson out of Burleson, Texas. Burleson, Texas. You know what, Buck? She's got her own uh, daytime talk show now. And she does a good job, apparently. And she always jumps on there and sings. Like she, like I guess when they need a segment, they'll she'll sing covers, and she does incredible covers. She can. She's on the wafer commercial. Yeah, she can really sing. But yeah, uh, this says Kelly won the first ever. Uh, yeah, so Carrie Underwood also won, and of course she's going on to be a big superstar. Uh, and she opens up Sunday Night Football where the Cowboys will play with the Niners. All See, of it these all comes people, back. all the stuff that they know, they're so intelligent. Ruben lost to Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken, that's right. Clay Aiken. And Ruben Stuttered. He passed away. Yeah. Didn't he have like a heart attack? Something. Well, there's also a big big guy that uh, was killed in a car wreck that was one of the, the, really? yeah, one of the main guys last year. All right, we got to get off the American Idol. Let's get to the yeah. headlines, <laughs> trending topics. I don't know. When, anytime I think of Sunday Night Football, we think of the Carrie Underwood uh, Open that she does such a great job on. Let's go to the headlines. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news. Yeah, NBA last night, pair of teams hosting elimination games, and both stayed alive. In New York, the Knickerbockers got 38 from their point guard Jalen Brunson, took down Miami 112-103.
Heat still lead that series three games to two as it shifts back to South Beach for Game 6 Friday. Out west last night, the reigning champion Warriors staved off elimination as well with a 121-106 win over L.A. Uh, and the Lakers in Game 5 of that series. Steph Curry, 27. Andrew Wiggins stepped up big with 25. Draymond Green, 20 points and 10 rebounds. Series also shifts to Game 6 in L.A. That's where the availability of the, of the big man Anthony Davis now is in doubt. He took a shot in the head, a forearm or an elbow from Warriors center Kayvon Looney in the fourth quarter last night. Had to leave the arena in a wheelchair. He'll be reevaluated today. Also from the NBA, league announced it's all NBA teams. Uh, Dallas Mavericks star Luka Doncic joins the MVP Joel Embiid, the Greek freak Jason Tatum, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander on the first team. Nikola Jokic, Steph Curry, Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell, and Jimmy Butler voted to the second team. LeBron James highlights the third team. Uh, to basketball, and according to Texas head coach Rodney Terry, a decision from Tyrese Hunter on his future with the Longhorns could be coming soon. Speaking at the Texas X's event in Dallas last night, Terry said a decision is likely to come, quote, in the next few days. The Iowa State transfer was a key piece for the Longhorns en route to the Elite Eight last year. He declared for the 2023 NBA draft in March in order to test the draft waters, but did maintain his college eligibility. Uh, Terry and his staff have already reached into the transfer portal and added a pair of likely starters with Oral Roberts sharpshooter Max Acemas and Virginia forward Caden Shedrick. Also yesterday, the program officially announced the additions of transfers uh, Kendall Weaver, the the guard from uh, UT Arlington, and UTEP forward Zarek Anyema. Austin FC claimed its first ever win in the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup last night. 2-0 win over New Mexico at Q2 Stadium. Austin will resume their MLS schedule on Saturday night when they welcome FC Dallas. The Q2. In baseball, both the Rangers and Astros claim rubber game wins yesterday afternoon. Round Rock lost last night at the Dell Diamond to Oklahoma City 6-4. One new piece of news from college football. Former Texas and Nebraska quarterback Casey Thompson committed to play his final year of college football for Florida Atlantic, where he will reunite with former Texas head coach Tom Herman. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Come see one of the many reasons your mama loves us this month by getting select Toro and Hustler zero-turn mowers for up to 26% off. Topgun.net, we'll shoot you straight. Well, here we go. Ruben Stuttered is not... Did I kill him? You killed him. Come on, Chad. Sorry. Come on, Chad. Sorry about that. (laughs) What are we doing? Um, Thinking about Luther Vandross, maybe. (laughs) He is dead. (laughs) He is. Yes, Yes. he, he is. Thank you. You got that one right. I mean, fifty percent. That's not all that good. Willie Spence was the kid I was talking about. Willie Spence was the the big guy, good singer. He was killed in a car wreck, okay, like just last season. Um, but yeah, there's been a bunch of those American Idol eleven American Idol stars have passed away post doing that show. Yeah, pretty weird. Keep up the good work, Mark. Here, just yeah. keep going. Yeah, so, several people said Ruben Stutter's still alive. I just saw Ruben Stutter on one of those morning shows. So. No, really. It says Kelly ate the competition. See, that's <laughs> here you go. Come that's on now. Terrible. We're going to be with Bob Huggins in the train. <laughs> of course. It's just, it's just. Uh, By the way, I am now brand loyal. I know it's taken me a long time, and people say, well, what took you so long? I am off the Heinz oh, ketchup. Yes, I am Whataburger ketchup only. Should have been there all along. Well, no, see, that's not right. I could never get away from Heinz. Is it a Pennsylvania product? No, it's not Pennsylvania. No, Heinz is, is na- national. National, national. Yeah, but isn't it based in Pennsylvania? I don't think so. Heinz Field? I think you're thinking of Tasty Cakes or something. No, over in Pittsburgh area. Yeah, the Heinz ketchup. I didn't know it was from Pittsburgh. I would have never never taken it. Was it the Steeler Stadium Heinz Field for a long time? Yeah. I don't know if Heinz ketchup's from there, but there's definitely a connection there. I thought maybe that's probably... So you guys have been Whataburger ketchup people for a long, long time? Ty, have you? Oh, yeah. Really? E, when when did you start on that? 
Um, I'm not super. I don't buy the ketchup in our family, so whatever's in there, I'll use the spicy ketchup. Is and you are not brand. You're not a brand loyal guy. Yes, I am. If I'm at the store and if I'm you buying the, the groceries, yes. okay. I, I stick to, to, to what I like. Me and Bucky don't do Hill Country Fair. No, we don't do that. No, we don't do that, Ty. You and I, we will not be doing you that. You won't do the H-E-B knockoff brands? No. Why not? They're good. I'll, They're I'll cheaper. do like the H-E-B select brands, but not the Hill Country Fair. It's just, it's, it's, it always, the price always, it always looks like it's, oh, it's, I'm getting a good deal, but you're, the product. There's something the about the taste. Is there something about the taste? It's a little bit. It's, there, not, there it's not like it's terrible, <laughs> but there's, it's not all there. He, he would buy those cocoa puffs in the bag, you know, this clear plastic bag. They're or a little stale. <laughs> That's kind of funny. You know, they're not quite stale. But. <laughs> oh, that is great. They're just a little off. There's something about it that's just a little off in the taste. Hey, listen, I, uh, I, I'm just realizing I don't, drink, I don't eat ketchup at home that often. I really don't. Now, do you like, do you like it in the fridge? Like cold yeah, ketchup? it stays in the fridge. Yeah, See, I can't. Always. No, I I like to if I'm I leave it in the fridge to keep it good, obviously. But I'll take it out, leave it leave it out, sit for thirty minutes. The lukewarm. Or oh, he does the same thing with his mayo. No, <laughs> he no just leaves that mayo. No. Like <laughs> if I if I make like a, a sandwich, cold cuts, I will make I will put mustard on it and yes. usually some some little mayo, just a tiny bit. But I won't I don't put ketchup on sandwiches. I ketchup is solely for French fries, for me. That's me too. I don't. That's it. But I don't eat French fries at home that often. I guess would be the case. If I can get French fries, usually it can be out somewhere. Yeah, so then so. I just get then I just use whatever's there, and I so. But okay, Heinz, you're off Heinz. You're the Whataburger. I'm a Whataburger guy now. Yes, good work by you. Is there something else? Somebody says. You, you know what else mail? we have in our? And this came from one of my kids that brought it. But so in our refrigerator, we got this little spinner thing that that's where all the st- condiments go. Uh, and it yeah, spins around. Those are nice. I I noticed yesterday there was some uh, some of that Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah, that's what I was told. Chick Fil A. They have all the sauce. So- they have Polynesian sauce. Like doing all of Chick-fil- that now. Yes. Now that stuff's good. Okay. Sauce is boss. Uh, and, of about course, this change. guy says ranch is the goat, which is. Ty is on board with that. Ty used- but you can't find – like, I've never found a ranch from a grocery store that can that, that's good. If anybody knows one out there that tastes anything like a, a fresh ranch, let me know because Hidden Valley doesn't do it for me. Hidden Valley won't do it? No. I mean, it's not bad. Like, brand I'll, loyal. I'll eat, there I am. I eat brand loyal. I'll Hidden eat, Valley I'll, Ranch. I'll eat Hidden Valley on a salad, but if I'm not with pizza or anything like that. All right. Okay, you want Thank the you. homemade ranch. You want the real well, make your own. That's what you can do. It's a good thing. Ketchup is gross. I know people don't like put ketchup on everything, like, like Patrick, macaroni and Patrick cheese Mahomes. and eggs and No, I don't people that put ketchup on eggs. There's I look at them a little bit different. Yeah, but doesn't Patrick Mahomes put ketchup on his steak? Yeah. Come on, man. But wreck it's not, a good I mean, steak. It wrecks a good steak, but it, you know, it's you know, people put them on their hamburgers. Same kind of deal. Well, it's like people, like old people that put A1 on their steak. It's like, come on. What are you doing? I've done that before. Hey, I've done that really? before, too. You know I, I am like, an old person. You know where I do like the A1 is on, part, you know, like on the baked potato. If you got the baked potato with a steak, a little that's bit of that on there. That's interesting. Thank you very well, much. A brisket baked potato with barbecue sauce on it. <laughs> okay, here now we go. People food are starving. Food network. Everybody's I'm hungry, hungry now. now. Hey, uh, now we're hungry. Bottom of the hour, it is our weekly visit with the Texas head baseball coach, uh, David Pierce. So they've got uh, six games to go. In their regular season, two more series, uh, and we'll talk to him about it. Where they are sitting at thirty-three and seventeen, fifty games into the season. We'll talk to the skipper. Uh, also, Buck from the Rodney Terry says ketchup on salmon. No, I would not put ketchup on salmon. No, I don't really eat a lot of ketchup. Ketchup is for me. Ch- uh, yeah, you said French it. fries or a burger. That's it. French fries. I can see it on a burger. That's fine with me. But usually, I'm for me a burger. You know, my favorite burger is a mushroom Swiss burger. 
So then I don't put anything on, maybe a little bit of mustard. But uh, I only eat ketchup and cheese on my burger. Yeah, I mean, people that put ketchup on a hot dog, I look at them a little funny, too. What? That's all I eat on my hot dog, too. No, it's just mustardy, I'm right? Hey, mustard. Mustard, and relish. mustard and relish. That's it. Some onions. That's about it. I was, pretty close. I was pretty close to going to Dollar Dog Night last night. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think next week's the, the week. Yeah, what my was... son, my son Kyle was a ketchup guy. Just loaded ketchup on his hot dog. Because he's a hot dog fiend. Just so slap him in the back of the head saying, you know, something's going to happen to you from eating all that ketchup on that dog. Some people just have that. They need the taste, right? Their taste buds are, I don't know if they're dull or what, but... Like, a good buddy of mine used to take Tabasco sauce everywhere. Like, he would uh, carry it with him because he needed it on everything he ate. All right, I can end this conversation because I used to eat Tide powder. I told you as a kid, I used to take the Tide detergent, wet my fingers, put it in there, and put it in my mouth. I don't know what that's, I don't know what that taste is. You doesn't... were one of those kids. Uh, yes. <laughs> you, were, you were the original Tide Pod challenge from COVID? Yes, when people I was. Were... I used to. I mean, I did that for a long time until I. You got, were doing it before it was cool. That I, is before I had. I got broken of that not habit. Advisable. I don't think so. I don't. There's something about the taste of that detergent that did something to me that made me want that, more. Well, you know that's funny because my wife. It's wife's called being poor and hungry. Well, my wife's the same way, and here's the deal, right? She like when she walks down the aisle where they they do all that, she's like, ooh, man, she gets all really googly googly. Uh, it's a you're low you're, you're low in iron. It's an iron deficiency. She looked into it because, like, she's the same way. She wants to, like, eat the detergent. It's a low iron issue. It's your body is craving iron. Just saying. Oh, well, shouldn't they have found that out when they stuck that rooter in my rooter, my tutor there last time? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I don't think they would have. <laughs> iron rooter is Was it an iron rod or what? <laughs> well, you know, what's funny about that is I, I told my, my wife and I were talking once, and I told her, you know, I was talking about my buddy Matthew Karpinski. In Akron, Ohio. The old Karpinski. The old Karpinski. Yeah. And I told her that he used to put Elmer's glue in his palm of his hand, and he would lick it when we were kids. And he was, when we were in kindergarten, he would he would put a whole bunch of it, and he would lick it. And she's like, ugh. Like, and she's like, she works with kids. She's like, that's it's not a good that's thing. not right. No. There's something off with the kid. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, look him up. And we look him up, and yes, he's in prison for like- <laughs> no. meth. Yeah, Yeah, no. he's in jail now. I mean, yeah. Uh, this was years ago when we looked that up. But yeah, he went to jail. Good thing I didn't run around with Matthew Karpinski much longer than five or six years old. But yeah, don't lick glue. Don't lick the Tide Pod. No. Come on, man. Yeah. It says, oh my gosh, Coach Bucky pioneered Tide Pod eating. <laughs> no. Yeah, that became a thing. Did it? I mean, oh, yeah. Big thing. People were getting sick and dying. Kids It's were. a Tide Pod challenge. It was like college kids doing it. Did it become like a TikTok deal or yeah. viral? Okay. So you heard the top stories Warriors won, Heat won. Or, excuse me, Knicks beat the Heat, and those series go on. Uh, we're going to talk to David Pierce coming up. I know Craig will have more on this coming up in his report. But interesting that Rodney Terry says Tyrese Hunter's decision to come shortly, and this is probably why if you connect dots. The, uh, yesterday, or this week, the NBA announced all of the players who have been invited to the NBA scouting combine, which is the 15th through the 21st, and Tyrese Hunter wasn't one of the players invited. Dylan Mitchell was. So he's going to go to that combine and get to go through the workouts. Uh, Tyrese, as far as I saw on the list, not on it, which would indicate that now he's got a decision to make. If he's not even invited to the combine, that's probably not a good sign for being drafted. Uh, And that's where I wonder if that's where Rodney thinks that uh, Mm -hmm. the next couple days we could hear something uh, from, from from Tyrese. But no other school for him, right? That's been the word that he's told the Texas coaches just going to get this information, and then I'm in, I'm not planning to go anywhere else. It's either the NBA or here. And so if that holds and Tyrese Hunter's coming back, which I know the Texas coaches have been very confident he will, 
Um, your your starting backcourt, you can almost pencil this in or start to put a pen on it for next fall when the Longhorns start playing college basketball. Uh, Tyrese Hunter, and again, I'm not reporting that he's coming back for sure, so don't quote me on that. But on the Oral Roberts transfer guard, Max Asmus, that'll be your likely your starting backup. Uh, your other guard would be at this point the the uh, the kid from. Um, UT Arlington, uh, who just made they were made official yesterday. Kendall Weaver, he is a six-three guard. Yeah, they see him in a Jabari Rice kind of role for Texas, uh, with with Hunter and and Aismas as your starting backcourt. Uh, those and then of course here comes you know Kendall Weaver, likely either off the bench or in a rotation with those guys. Uh, and then your your starting front line, you can start to put it together. Buck Caden Shedrick, the Virginia transfer, um, and then. Dylan DeSue, who's already announced he's coming back, he'll be a part of that starting five, and then you got a fourth spot. And right? you said the one kid is not out of his his um, scholarship, his agreement with Texas. Ron Holland. Yeah, Ron that's Holland? the other development that came yesterday, and I read this. It was Jeff Jeff Howe and his team at Horns twenty four seven. So yeah, I mean, so you're starting. You got four. You're starting five that you can pretty much put in pen. A Smith, Hunter, Dylan DeSue, and Caden Shedrick, who plays the the, the small forward position. Um, now that's to your point that, uh, according to 24 seven sports, Ron Holland has taken steps to be released by Texas from his letter of intent. But to this point, Texas hasn't granted that, uh, it says here that it doesn't sound as if Texas is trying to hold up Holland. Their administration is just making sure there hasn't been any foul play. Meanwhile, Texas and his staff are certainly trying to retain him as they want him wearing the burnt orange. So they want to, so they feel like there's been foul play, or at least they're looking into it. That okay, why you were committed all along? Now what happened? What changed? You're not going to the NBA, you're not going to the G League. Who came calling and who offered you a bag? You know who offered you something that while you were still under scholarship to us? Oh, and you and weren't you were in still the tra- a high school kid, and he wasn't in the transfer portal. And he was a high school kid, correct? Sure, he had yeah, he hadn't enrolled yet, but he wasn't in the transfer portal because he couldn't have been. And so if somebody contacted him, that would still I know there are very few rules right now, but that would still be against the rules. If but again, can you prove that? Um, who knows? Um, you know, so th- there's. It's hard to imagine that kid coming here. It is, especially if you, if if you're not letting him out of his deal. Of, I, I just can't. I just can't imagine that that would turn around. Yes, uh, I agreed, 100. percent But that's just the news from yesterday mm-hmm. from that report. So, and the other one to watch for is Dylan Mitchell because he would likely man that small forward spot uh, if he doesn't choose the NBA. But he is going to participate in the scouting combine, which begins on Monday or on the fifteenth, whatever day the fifteenth is. So there you go. There's some Longhorn hoops, and you know, trying to when they have their first practice, it's going to have to put name badges on. Hey, hello my, na- hello, my name is <laughs> because again, much they was two years ago, pretty, pretty much a whole new roster. Brock Cunningham will still be there though. Ty, you're Westlake guy. Brock Cunningham. Still be hanging out. What do you got? Three more years left? Two or three. Two or three. Go until he's 30. Yeah. Uh, they also, uh, Alexander McWay, and uh, there's some other guys that are still chilling. But uh, that's the the core of your team now, and the Tyrese Hunter decision will be a big one. And then if you were to have Dylan Mitchell back, that would be just a, a huge bonus. Well, yeah, like Texas. I say, you get Hunter, then everything else is yeah, just a little added. They still need some depth, though. I yes. Mean, they, they, need, they need more, and Rodney Terry did say in that trip that on those, those conversations that they're still – uh, two or three, two or three more potential. Yeah, they they only have three guards right now on the roster. Um, Brock Cunningham playing can't play in all the positions. Hey, we'll come back when we do. We'll talk baseball, Longhorn baseball in particular. It's our weekly Thursday visit with David Pierce. It's Bucky and Aaron. 
Being here with you, talking ketchup and mustard and Mother's National, Day, Mother's Day, Sunday. Sunday, National uh, Eat Whatever You Want Day. So uh, you know, unless you're like Ty in there, Ty Hendo, you know, who eats everything or anything he wants every day. Every day. If you're like most of us, who kind of moderate when we eat really uh, unhealthy foods, then today might be your day. Just splurge yourself, honor, you know, take care of yourself. You know Only when my wife is out of town for a week, and I miss my wife dearly. She keeps you on the straight and narrow. Well, she's trying to, she wants to keep me around for a while. I'm not, <laughs> you know, where some guys are worth a lot dead, I'm not worth much dead. So I need to stay you need alive. need to keep earning? Yeah, I need to keep earning. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those guys. You know, the guys with the big insurance policies, when they That's go, not you. everybody's taking care of. That ain't me. All right. It is Thursday, just past 8.30, and that means we go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Talk to the head baseball coach at the University of Texas. Only a couple of series left in the regular season. Longhorns have played 50 games. They've got six more starting on uh, Friday night. He is David Pierce. Coach, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Doing fantastic, Coach. How about yourself? Not too bad. Are we, are we, um, are we getting to that crescendo? This weather. Are we getting, are we getting, are we getting close, close to the crescendo where your team – is that that part of the year where you start to get to your peak? Um, I hope so. I think we're playing well right now. We won the last two road series, and you know that's that's a good sign. Four and two on the road at TCU at KU, and you know I thought we played a pretty clean game. I liked our approach offensively Tuesday against UTA. I thought we showed some really good patience and very good discipline and. You know, against a, a team that can hit a little bit, but I really thought that we had a good approach where we stayed within the strike zone and did some things that, you know, we look for. And so uh, hopefully we're trending in that right direction. Uh, trending right. You mentioned I think uh, weather is going to be a factor for you guys this weekend with San Jose State. Uh, obviously keeping your eyes on the skies and control what you can control, but uh, – you know, these are it's weird. It's I guess it's a little strange to have a non-conference uh, series this late into the season. But maybe a good thing for you guys to to work on yourselves, which, whether you, which is what you always do. But tell me about San Jose, San Jose State, and how this series came about here in in May. Well, you know, you have a bye, and it happens to be um, the, the 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 second to the last weekend. But it's kind of nice if you just look at the schedule. We're really on the road quite a bit early with some pretty tough competition and we were able to come home for 14 and then back on the road and, you know, home and away kind of balanced out. And then to be able to finish this last stretch, seven games at home, uh, getting ready for, you know, the last uh, Big 12 conference uh, weekend against West Virginia and then go to the tournament. So uh, I like uh, the schedule. I like I'm not crazy about playing a non-con right now, but at the same time, it gives you maybe some opportunity to see a couple other guys that are on the bubble, either on the mound that you want to see or get a few more at-bats for some guys as we go into that last stretch. And, Coach, how's that how, How's that stretch for you when it comes to the, your players and academics as you get ready? You know, they get ready to finish out school, and then, then you've got them. I mean, how is that stretch for them? I mean – they're busy in all aspects of, of not just baseball, but their lives right now? Well, fortunately, we finished class May 1st this year because we started two weeks early. Um, and next year, we'll go back to finishing about this time of the year, and then it goes back to finishing at the 1st of May, which we really like. Uh, we, we dealt with that a lot at Rice because 
we started school so early in mm-hmm. the spring and finished. So you've got right now our players are they have free time, they have extra time, and it's just baseball and uh, more baseball. It's very very similar to professional baseball right now, where you know they're not they're not having to worry about the academic stress and they get a little more mental rest and then they're able to spend a little bit more time on maybe some film work or just some one-on-one time with coaches. So it's a good time of the year for a college athlete, college baseball player. David Pierce with us every week on a Thursday. Coach, you mentioned guys on the bubble. I think that's interesting because obviously as you get through this series, then the West Virginia series almost becomes like a tournament or a playoff series for you guys. Uh, when you say on the bubble, you know, guys that you're going to you know trust to run out there uh, beyond this when it becomes elimination time of game. Is it, and we saw Charlie Hurley take the hill on Tuesday night and deliver a really good start where he didn't have any walks and control's been a bit of an issue for Charlie. Uh, who are some other guys that you really want to see step in and uh, guys you can work with into – no, late May and, and beyond. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Well, Kobe Minchie is the first kid that comes to mind, and Cody Howard. Both of those kids are coming, and um, we do an extra period every Wednesday where, uh, you know, our extra guys throw against guys that aren't getting enough at bats. But to see those in some competition, those two kids would be great. Uh, I like where Max Grubbs' development is coming. So, and then, you know, a guy like Chase Loomis that has been a, a piece but not really a big piece. So maybe we get a little more opportunity to see you know, those three kids. And then you look on the on the defense and offensive side, uh, you've got some young talent like Jalen Flores and uh, Kate O'Hara. These are guys that can play defense and, you know, they just need at-bats. And whether they step in the lineup or not, just getting them a little bit more seasoned, ready, and opportunity when we need them and maybe a tournament. So that's kind of the benefit of this time of the year, too. Coach David Pierce. Coach, we had talked earlier in the week with Ty Harrington about the, the final nine outs of a baseball game, and now he compared it to a you know, fourth quarter of a basketball game or football game. It's, you know, it's, it's when so many games are decided, and it makes sense. I mean, it's the last three innings. It's, a, it's Can you get those last nine outs if you're leading, or can you rally? Uh, do you feel good about where your ball club is right now, especially on the mound when it comes down to the last six to nine outs of a ball game? We haven't been good in the ninth inning, just uh, quite frankly. We have given up too many runs, too many opportunities. And so um, we're trying to solidify that. I like where Andre DePlantier is mentally and his stuff is coming back. And he's been in that role uh, before. So uh, looking at Andre and getting him more experience there possibly this weekend. Um, but, no, uh, we've, we've – Scored more runs in the first inning than any other inning. We've been really good in the middle of the game, but we've given up too much in the first and too much in the in the ninth. And those are the to me those the the first inning and the ninth inning are the toughest three outs, toughest six outs. So you know, just getting a good start and then having somebody on the back end to finish. 
Coach, talk to us about Jared Thomas, uh, the freshman who started and was in a you know terrible slump early, and you know just a freshman trying to find his way. And you guys have stuck with him, and man, he's he's over three hundred now at three twelve. Hit a home run on Tuesday night, and just swinging a really really good bat. Uh, and, you know that that's that's just the process, I would imagine, right, for a young guy learning his way in college baseball. Yes, and he's very talented. Um, I just think early in the season he was just trying too hard, trying to press, trying to be impressive. And, you know, when that happens, you start moving fast. And everything was early. He was out front of everything. And I think more than anything, he's learned how to let the ball get a little deeper. And by doing that, he's seeing pitches better and he's swinging at the right pitches. So uh, I love where he is right now mentally. I like him in the one hole. Because uh, he can see pitches, he gets into some at bats where he may get eight to ten uh, eight to ten pitch at bats, and that's big. Um, just to start a game, even he did that on Sunday. I think he had a six or eight eight pitch at bat, and it just kind of sets the tone for our offense. And he's really good at that, and he's gotten better and better. And he has power, and he can run. So. He does a lot of things that I that I like in the one hole, um, and he's learning the short game much better. So, uh, back to ball skills are excellent. He doesn't swing and miss in the zone, so he can be a little more patient and see, you know, get better pitches. And so that's it, it's been a great process for him. Um, when you look at where he started and where he is now, and his confidence level is just taking off. No question, Coach. Your 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 defense has been solid throughout the year. I mean, this is, you know, the way baseball is now with all these older hitters and guys that have a lot of experience. That, that has had to stay solid for you. And I know you, got to, you guys and your whole staff has to be proud of the way you played defensively. You know, I always talk about how our defense and pitching should feed off of each other. And if you do those two things, you just position yourself to win and, and be in a position to win every game. And we've done that consistently uh, with our defense, our outfield play has been tremendous. I mean, those three guys, uh, Porter's put a lot of pride in his outfield, and EK's gotten better and better in center. And DC, I think, may be the best right fielder in the country. He runs everything down, and he can really throw. Um, so exceptional outfield defense. And Peyton Powell has been tremendous at third base. He's made some plays that, you know, you wonder – how do you replace a Scholar Messenger? How do you replace a big Cam Williams? And mm-hmm. he has stepped in. He has stepped in and done a wonderful job. So that that gives you, you know, security there. Um, Mitch has been good at short. Um, Jack has been solid. They, they've been solid in the middle. We don't have as much range there as we've had, uh, but we've been good. And I think JT at first has been exceptional. And I love having a left-handed first baseman over there again, and it's been a while. Uh, not that, not that I wouldn't take Ivan back, <laughs> but, but but JT, what he can do with the baseball has been, you know, it, it's really helped and solidify that defense. Yeah, speaking of Ivan Melendez, he had his first high A home run last night, four hundred and seventy five foot shot for the. Uh, the Hillsboro Hops. So good for him. Speaking, you know, last year we got to, to chart Ivan Melendez and his 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 uh, historic season. You mentioned Dylan Campbell, maybe the uh, the best right fielder in college baseball. He's on a 27 game hitting streak, coach, and it's the longest in program history. I mean, in this program, if you do something no one's ever done before, we said that a lot last year with Ivan. Uh, that's that's impressive. What a ball player he has uh, turned into for you. Oh, it's been special to watch, and you know it's. 
I wouldn't say it's been unassuming, but, you know, Porter Brown has had a streak of 36 consecutive games that he reached base, and that broke on Sunday, and that was kind of quietly, kind of seemed like wasn't really recognizable, but uh, we recognized it. And then D.C.'s on a 33 game. But the hit streak is says so much about him, especially the way he started, because he's been patient and he hasn't forced his at bats. So and I think that's been the most impressive thing in this streak of just not forcing to get those hits and um, just been very consistent, very consistent. And his teammates have been awesome and rallied around him. He, he broke the record Sunday, and, you know, the dugout was really pumped up, and the starting pitcher for uh, KU actually threw the ball into the dugout, which, you know, that's kind of probably a, a tough thing to do, but it was pretty classy that he did it. Yeah, it was. That's uh, pretty awesome. Last thing, Coach, uh, a Tanner Witt update uh, on, you know, he's had two outings now. He's still trying to work his way back. What's the progress been in your mind? And just syncing him up, uh, you know, it's something that has been the, probably the biggest issue is his arm feels great, his body feels great, uh, mentally he's good, but he hasn't just been in sync and connected. And so that's been the real challenge for him, and, and we spent a lot of time this week. Um, and I think he found some things that felt right Um so I'm looking forward to him hopefully having an opportunity if this weather holds up. I'm looking forward to him having that chance on Sunday to go go back out there. But he, health-wise, he's great. He's just got to get in sync and get to release point. And that's kind of the biggest question right now is can he get to that fill to be able to repeat and, and help his team? Coach, appreciate it so much. And uh, best of luck with San Jose State this weekend. Three games, and you said weather will be a factor, so keep an eye on it. We'll have all the updates here. 6.30, 2.30, and 1 o'clock are the scheduled start times, but obviously Mother Nature could have uh, other ideas, so we'll follow that through the weekend. Then West Virginia the following week, starting Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Coach, thanks a lot. Good luck, Coach. All right, appreciate you guys. Welcome. Welcome, Coach. There you go. San Jose State, 6.30 tomorrow night. Uh, there's your full update. Longhorn Baseball coming back. Load up the Blitz. It's been good this week. People have been a little ornery, which we like a lot. 447-3776. It's a buck off Thursday Blitz on the other side. First, Where you get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just gossip. Every morning ahead of your Blitz. Coming up next, brought to you by the Icy Cold Frosty Bud Lights. Official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns and the Texas Texas, who are doing that Texas fight tour right now. Hey, Buck, here it is, Us Weekly. Us Weekly and Salacious Gossip says that Kevin Costner is really after his wife, Christine Baumgartner, filed for divorce earlier this month. He still hopes to work things out. My man Costner, I'm a fan. Yeah. Better get it together. He's going to have yellow stones. It's gone. <laughs> yellow stones of purple. <laughs> Blue. Blue. <laughs> Blue. Uh, not a mutual decision, he says. Christine Baumgartner filed for divorce. Um, everyone thought they were super happy. He truly loves her and is trying to get her back. He's been blindsided by this. He's just a broken hard cowboy now. That's right. John Dutton, broken hearted. Hey, for go sure. get her back. Go get her back. What would John Dutton do? Put out a hit on yeah. somebody. Probably have know. Rip go kill her. <laughs> Throw a ticket to the, to the butt train station. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what Not I mean? to the station. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so these are the stories that just I, – I, I'm 50. I think I try to keep up with things and stay in the, in, the, in the now, not get old. 
this, these things are unbelievable, Ty. Help me explain this. Help me try to figure this out. So a 23-year-old influencer named Karen Marjorie, okay? She's got 1.8 million followers on Snapchat. We know that uh, artificial intelligence is all the rage now, right? Chat, GPT, and oh, yeah. GBT and all these things, like AI. Well, she's a 23-year-old influencer who has did 2,000 hours of coding to make a, a virtual girlfriend that sounds just like her. It has her personality, and she's now charging her followers $1 per minute not to talk to her, but to talk to the AI version of herself. That's smart. She bills it as a virtual girlfriend. She launched the beta version this month. Already has a thousand paying customers. She said in the first week she made over seventy thousand dollars, and thinks eventually she'll make five million per month. Yeah, there's a lot of betas out there. A lot of you know. What is beta? Just beta males. You know, there's not as many alphas in this world anymore. Uh, AI girlfriend will do for a lot of folks out there today. Really? Sad. Yeah. That's what that means, betas, huh? But hey, props to her because. I mean, all, that's a lot of coding, and that's really that's a smart idea to make money off your likeness. Well, I mean, Wish I could get somebody to pay dollar dollar a minute just to talk to me for real. Well, the AI. it's like the story that I saw recently was this lady that was making a fortune, like doing things with her feet with cucumbers. I was sitting, Bucky, the naked gardening OnlyFans is still on the table. Is it still on the table for me, really? Think about this lady was making millions doing not doing anything, but do, using her feet. Well, with cucumbers. It's a little bit different because she did do the, the, the hard work coding, which, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, this lady's really smart. Oh, you're talking about the cucumber I'm talking lady. about the cucumber lady and her feet. Is that the only thing she was doing with the cucumber? I think. I don't know. She's making a fortune. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Bucky is speechless for the first time ever. I'm just thinking about that naked gardening. I, I can take that to another level. You sure could. You don't have to show anything. You, you sure could. Put sunflowers over your, your junk. Sand, you, you know. Do? Well, no, just like be proud of it. You do it at the sauna all the time. You don't put a towel over yourself. You're proud I of your, do now. You're proud I of do. yourself. I don't go to those kind of saunas anymore. <laughs> I go to the infrared saunas now. I go to the ones where you're Thank you. solo. Just you and yourself, just there. Good for you. But and you I wear could, clothes. You could wear your titty sandals, your big sombrero yeah. hat. And just garden, man. And you not just garden, you gotta do tips. I can tips. guarantee you loincloth. A few thousand dollars. Yeah. Hey, we're one of those Tarzan deals, a little loincloth. Yeah, exactly. But then you're giving tips, right? You're giving helpful oh, advice. Yeah, I am. You're right. Like here's how to plant your lettuce properly. Here's how to how dig how deep to go. It'd be like do it with your worms. It's like a holistic channel more than anything. Yeah, but you're but you're you. naked. It's from Austin, Texas, so keep Austin weird, man. It's called Hippie Hollow Gardening. You're worried about the cats coming through there. It would do well at OnlyFans account called Gardening with the Buck. Wow. Gardening with Buck Naked. Buck Naked. <laughs> Buck Naked. Wow. Let's go to your Blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. Good morning, Blitz. Brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck. The half under factory warranty in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. Here we go. First Blitzer, you're up. Bucky, uh, this is Jimmy Wadoa, the Department of uh, Orphans and Adoption. Hey, man, we, we lost your we lost your paperwork. We forgot. Did you want the Ukrainian, the El Salvadorian, or the Ethiopian? Let us know. Okay, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Next blitzer, you're up. Yeah, let me assume the role of trailing. When you're yearning for the detergent, you have a mineral deficiency. You know, when you put the blocks of salt out there, like for the cows, 
you need the same thing. A glass of baking soda will do the trick. Oh, very interesting. I don't have that anymore. That's just when I was a kid. It means you're not mineral or iron deficient any longer. No, that means I got my ass whipped so many times. That was it. it whipped me right out of that. Next blister, you're up. Yeah, this is uh, Bev, uh, Kearney. Yeah, hey, National Eat Whatever You Want Day. You better know it. <laughs> oh, gee. Next blister, you're up. <laughs> this is Mr. All You Can Eat. Oh, and ladies, and only classy ladies, I am here, and you can eat. Whatever you want. <laughs> Next blitzer, talk to us. Hey, Aaron, this might be a topic for the fourth hour, but where does your allegiance lie now with the uh, NFL and all and on their all these channels? I'm no longer DirecTV, no longer Amazon, YouTube TV. So, what do you do now to watch all the games? I'm trying to figure it out. I'm probably going to YouTube. I was also told to check out Fubo TV. And then he's calling Juan. And my Next. guy wants. Shh. Next blitzer, you're up. <laughs> Man, I coded my own girlfriend, and I obviously did something wrong because she's now dating FUBU on the television. <laughs> wow. Ne- wrong code. Next blitzer, you're up. Coach. Yes. I came in late on that story where he was reporting. Did he report that Lumpy Luca came in as an all-star eater? Oh! Shut no. it down! No, 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 no. Luca is first team all NBA. Not first team all eat whatever you want day. <laughs> My goodness. Might need to get into that deal, though. Hey, we come back. We're going to pick up these conversations and uh, get back.